Welcome to our podcast, Autoimmune and You. I'm one of your hosts, Erica. And I'm your other host, Rachel. We're just two women with rheumatoid arthritis who are sharing our personal experiences managing this disease holistically. And we are both wellness coaches, so we are super passionate about empowering you to live your happiest and healthiest life. Welcome back. Today is episode 30. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh, it's really crazy. I know. 30 I can't episodes? Believe. What the heck? I remember it just seemed like not too long ago well, when we were recording our first episode. And here we are, 30 episodes in. Uh, today we want to start off with talking about something exciting. So we had mentioned that we were going to do an autoimmune and new retreat. And today we had our first consult call with a plant-based chef. So as you guys know, we're super passionate <laughs> about not only plant-based eating, but just food in general. Like Rachel and I both really love food. We're definitely geek out over food. And the first yeah. thing that we were, that we were talking about when we were planning this retreat is like, okay, but what about the food? <laughs> oh, exactly. Like we, not even the location yet. We're like, okay, we need to make sure we vibe with the right chef. And today <laughs> we had a really good call with someone and she was super awesome and she's uh, accommodating to allergies and she knows how to make really delicious plant-based plant-based food and she's female and like you know she's a small business so like we want to like support those things too as well so just all the things it was really exciting yeah it was awesome and we are so excited because she has like some tricks up her sleeve too and like extra things that she wants to offer us which we'll get into detail on another time but for now Um, if you're interested in this retreat, please, please email us autoimmuneandyou at gmail.com and tell us that you're interested. We will add you to our newsletter list and you will get more information as we have it. We will be holding a call in November for um, everyone to get a little bit more information as we have it and be able to have some opportunities for like kind of like a pre-sale enrollment uh, period for mm-hmm. anyone who is seriously interested because we need to know an accurate headcount as soon as possible so we can continue to plan this amazingness. Yeah. yeah. And on top of that, I mean, you know, unfortunately, like we wish we could have like every single one of you there with us. You know, we're like, we love connecting with people that listen to our podcast or even follow our Instagram but, you know, we're only going to be able to have a limited amount of people. And right now we're thinking about uh, maybe 12 people total and that, you know, and on top of that, we'll have the people that are going to be doing workshops as part of that number. So we're kind of yeah. tapping out on 15 people. So if you're really serious about this, like, please email us. We've already gotten a few emails from people saying a few. We have like 100 emails yeah. already on that list. <laughs> But like legit emails of people saying like, I'm down, like, let me know like the true information. So like, if you're really feeling that, like, please reach out to us because uh, like I said, there's only a limited amount of people and uh, those who are really serious, we want to make sure that you guys are prioritized. Um, But on kind of a different note, uh, this month, Rachel's supposed to be coming down to California to visit me and we were supposed to be doing a workshop at my yoga studio. Uh, but unfortunately something kind of came up where it was just like, ah, a little bit frustrating. But, um, so basically the owner of the yoga studio that I was supposed to be doing it, uh, at reached out to me and she just was asking me if I was vaccinated and I've talked about it on here before, like Mm -hmm. me getting COVID and stuff like that. But like, I haven't like really, really talked about it because, I don't know. It's just kind of like a stressful situation that I feel 
for a lot of people are in. Like, mm-hmm. so basically Rachel and I um, were like, we need to talk about this because this is really important. Mm-hmm. The fact that people have to kind of think about all this stuff that comes around COVID that, that revolves around the vaccine, uh, especially when you have an autoimmune disease. And so as you guys know, like Rachel got the vaccine at, you know, earlier in the year and I was kind of waiting to see for myself, but then I actually ended up getting COVID. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like I have like natural antibodies. And then I, like I said, like I keep my bubble really small, like I'm safe. I wear my mask. I, you know, I'm very like conscious about like hygiene and stuff like that. Um, but so I haven't gotten the vaccine yet. And when the owner of the yoga studio reached out to me, I think she was kind of surprised to know that I didn't get the vaccine. Mm. And she was like, unfortunately, like, you know, this really sucks, but like I had to like let other people go that weren't getting vaccinated in the studio. So she's like, I really have to like hold my ground and it wouldn't be fair to have someone come do a workshop in the studio that's not vaccinated. So anyways, I had to tell Rachel that and I it, it was just such a weird feeling because I'm not an anti-vax person. <laughs> like I have had vaccinations in my life, right? Uh, but these were all when I was like younger, right? And I didn't have a choice. It was like, oh, you got to go to school. You got to get these vaccines, got to da, da, da. And plus, like before that, I wasn't really conscious of like what went in my body. And now that one, I have an autoimmune disease. And two, I'm like very, very conscious of the things that I put in my body. Like I have anxiety around those types of things, you know? And so I haven't gotten the vaccine because I'm just kind of hoping there'll be a place where I feel more comfortable to get it. But at this point, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not like I'm like, I, I could be very well fine. Like Rachel got it. She was completely fine. Her life moved on and that was it, you know, and there's a lot of people that have gotten it and they're fine. But then there's also a lot of people that have reached out to me expressing, you know, weird symptoms and things that have come as a result of getting the vaccine. And so like, I'm just in this like weird limbo land of like, you know, not wanting to get COVID again, you know, because who knows, like, what if I got it again, and it was really bad? And what if I really did get flared out and had to go to the hospital or something? But then also there's a part of me that's like, oh, well, what if I get this vaccine and it actually does that, you know, causes me to flare and I, you know, I don't know, some hidden like autoimmune condition that I have, like what if it activates it or something? Mm. I don't know. These are like, the thing is, it's like weird because I'm talking about this and I'm feeling like really self-conscious about like even talking these thoughts out loud because I feel like we're in a society where it's like, if you're not getting it, like you're considered like a a negligent person, you don't care about society, like, you know, you're being stupid, but there's a good chunk of us that are just, you know, being cautious because we don't know how our body is going to respond and every single person is different, right? Whether you get COVID or not, like if, well, if you say you got COVID, right? Just without the vaccine, like no one knows how their body's going to respond. I got COVID, I had a very mild experience, right? But someone else could get COVID and they could have a really devastating experience. So it's like the same with the vaccine. You know, we don't know how our bodies are going to respond. And I just haven't gotten to that spot where I'm like, okay, I'm going to get the vaccine. So basically, you know, we can't do the workshop. 
which is a bummer. Um, but on a more positive note, we both agreed that we're just going to channel all of our energy into making this amazing autoimmune and new retreat. And I think we're both very excited about that. Yeah, definitely super excited. And I mean, we're both very firm believers that things happen for a reason. And while this is definitely frustrating, um, we both definitely understand where that, uh, studio owner is coming from. Like it definitely makes sense and yeah, it sucks, but it is what it is. And we yeah. offered to do it virtually, but it sounds like, um, uh, a lot of people are just really popular. Like zoom fatigued, you know, yeah. everyone's been on zoom for the past two years, almost like, yeah. yeah. Um, which is crazy to think. I know. I think as far as like, vaccination, the bottom line is that everyone has to do what feels right for them. So for me, like I waited a few months after it was out to actually get it because I was kind of in the same boat. I didn't know how my body was going to respond. I didn't know if I should get it or not. And finally, I just kind of like when Erica, you went on medications, it was kind of the same thing when I got the vaccine where I was just kind of like, okay, I'm at peace with it. I'm Mm, just going to get it. It's going to be fine. Um, and yeah, my, my first shot, I've talked about this in a past episode, but in case you haven't listened to that, my first shot, and I hear this from a lot of people with autoimmune disease, a lot of my clients, um, the first one was way worse for me. Whereas a lot of quote unquote healthy people say that the second, like knock them on their ass for me, it was the first one. And I, I didn't feel sick. I just felt very like sore and my joints were super stiff and I was flared up for like a week. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, I was basically just tired that day. And yeah. That was it. yeah. Um, and so I mean, that brings us to like, you know, now boosters are coming out. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't, I don't think that I'm going to get a booster right away. Like I might get one eventually. Um, and it's just a choice that every single person needs to make for themselves and don't feel pressured one way or another. Um, I think that in general, it's really easy to think of obviously the good parts of it, right? Like we're all trying to, um, move towards that, like herd immunity. And like, Mm -hmm. I don't even think, I don't even know if that's possible with this, but like, we're all trying to just do what's best for ourselves and what's best for society and all the things, Mm -hmm. but you still have to tune into what's right for yourself and not let other people completely sway you. And the other thing is like, if you are vaccinated and you are very much of the mindset of like, oh my God, anyone who's not getting vaccinated is just stupid. Well, you know, you have to think about the fact that they might not be an anti-vaxxer. Like Erica is not not. ever going to get it. She's not, I mean, maybe she will never get it. Maybe she won't. It doesn't really matter at this point. Like, it's just a matter of everyone, um, deciding what aligns with their values, with their body and just truly tuning into that. So, um, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no. I was also going to go back to what you said about, uh, you know, my decision to go on medicine, you know, try the Plaquenil, uh, you know, what is it, in June that I started the Plaquenil. Um, This is how I feel about the vaccine. Like, when I'm ready and feel comfortable, I'm going to, I'll do it, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and that's the same with the medication. It took me like five years to come to that place where I was like, hey, I'm going to try medicine. I tried it out. I didn't like the way that it felt. And now I'm not taking medicine, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, I want to be able to get that to that spot and within myself, because the fact is I work from home. Okay. Mm -hmm. I don't have coworkers I'm coming into contact with. Um, You know, all my friends are vaccinated and they're like pretty much had COVID. So they're like double the antibodies. And like, I'm not out there like doing crazy things. I go to the gym and stuff like that, but like I'm keeping in my own space. So it's like, I'm just trying to navigate this the best that I can and not like be irresponsible. You know, it's not that I'm out there like, whoa, like I'm going to this concert and this and doing this, you know, like I'm not even living that type of lifestyle. So I'm like, okay, I'm at, I'm in my home, like 
70% of the week, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's like my husband's vaccinated and he, he's already had COVID. Obviously we got COVID together, but yeah. So I don't know. I'm just like in this situation. And like, I was telling Rachel before we got on that, like yesterday, I kind of had like a panic attack because this is really stressful for people, whether they realize it or not, there is an unconscious stress that's happening. That we've all been living with for a year. We're all living with it. Like it, it, COVID is really affecting us on more levels than I think we even understand Mm -hmm. because when you're in it, right, it's kind of hard to like take yourself out of this situation and like really truly understand like the gravity that it's had on people. So like, I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, like, you know, now restaurants are saying, well, you have to have a vaccination card to come into the restaurant or you have to have a vaccination card to do this. And that's like really causing me a lot of stress because I'm like, wow, like it's like forcing me into something that I'm not quite ready to do for myself. Um, But then at the same time, I'm just like, okay, like, you know, if I can't go into a specific restaurant because of that, then, you know, that I have to understand that owners have to do what they have to do Mm -hmm. and they do what they feel is right. And I'm doing what I can. So it's like, if I have to take out, do takeout or whatever, like I'm just going to have to adjust to it. I think, And hopefully life gets a little bit normal, you know, maybe in the next three to four years or something. I think part of that is also like continuing to look at everything through a lens of love and understanding, you know, like yeah. Eric is not sitting here going, well, screw that restaurant. I don't want to give them my yeah. business. Like, yeah. no, you know, they're just trying to do what they feel is best. They're just mm-hmm. trying to protect their employees, protect whoever's in there and like mm-hmm. not have to shut down again, because honestly yeah. we have been hurting so much. And so again, yeah. looking at everything through love and understanding rather than being like, oh, well, that person's just a piece of shit because they won't yeah. get vaccinated. Like that's yeah. not fair. Yeah. We all have our own opinions, but that doesn't mean that you have to like bash someone else because of mm-hmm. their own decisions um, either way. Yeah. So um, yeah. And also like kind of returning to one of your points. Um, I went to a music festival this past weekend. Like I did put myself in that situation. It was all outdoors and I stayed as safe as I could, but I also like enjoyed myself and lived and like danced with my friends. And anytime that I was like in this, like more in the center, like closer to the um, stage, I had my mask on because honestly, Mm. I don't know how much that's actually doing, but like, I felt more safe with it. And again, that's all psychological. It's like, Mm -hmm. I, even though literally it was outdoors and no one else was wearing a mask, to be honest, even though they're, mm-hmm. I think they're supposed to, like, mm-hmm. I still had mine on because I was like feeling so weird about it. And mm-hmm. also yeah. like, I'm trying to protect the people around me in Portland when I get back and just mm-hmm. all of these thoughts flooding my mind. And yeah, exactly. Like you were saying, we don't realize just how much stress we have perpetually been under. Like you go to yeah, the yeah. store, you're thinking about, has this cart been sanitized? Has this like mm-hmm. handle been sanitized? You're like, you know, double washing your food. You're yep. careful about who you hang out with. You're like not giving people like also on top of that, there's a whole other thing. I'm going to shut up after this, but like the human interaction piece, I think we should do our next episode on this because yeah. the human interaction piece, the amount of love and joy that I felt this weekend, being around such an incredible community of people, like unparalleled. It mm-hmm. literally felt like life was normal again. And I was yeah. in such a state of like euphoria the entire time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just like, we are lacking so much and I don't think we realize it anymore or like really tune into that. And so giving yourself what you need to, to really tune into your soul, tune into your mind, your body is so freaking important right now, especially as hopefully we're starting to come to the other side of this. Yeah. I mean, it's just, 
I, I really, for myself yesterday, I really was like having a panic attack and just thinking like, how long, are, you know, are we going to have to like really, you know, have this at the forefront of our minds? Like, when is this just going to be like, you know, normal to some degree, but like, it's, it's not. And like, we could try to force it and be like, oh, like adjusting to our new normal, but the case, that's not the case. Like anything you go do now is like, oh, now I have to show a negative COVID test or I have to do this or I have to do that. Or I make sure I quarantine like three days after when I get home or like, there's just so many, like there's, it's like, there's all these layers to it. It's like, it's not, something easy to deal with and like whether we think we're dealing with it like okay or not like to some degree like we all are being affected by it and I just really hate being in the position of like you know feeling misunderstood when it comes to my autoimmune disease and like the decisions that I make for it and although like my friends will be like like oh like like they get it like I can just tell in the back of their head they're just like well why don't you just get it like Mm -hmm. just get it you know and like I can see like I always try to play devil's advocate even within my own self you know Mm -hmm. and try to think like well Erica like you know what if nothing does happen you know because I you know I'm all into like Dr. Joe Dispenza and like the energy that you put into it you know maybe something does happen because I'm like putting so much energy into it at the same time I'm just like okay like I have intuition and I'm going to use that to guide me. And I believe because I'm so connected to myself and I know my body very well. And I'm just a self-aware human being. I'm not like this unconscious person that's just like out there, like doing whatever the heck that I want. Like I'm very conscious. So it's like, I feel like, you know, I'm making the best decision for myself at this point in my life and that I'll know when it's going to get there when I'm like, okay, like now I'm ready to get this vaccine. But if you're out there, like you're struggling with this, like I feel you, like it's very, very frustrating to have to constantly be worrying about this. And I've had some people reach out to me and say they've gotten like weird, you know, symptoms after the vaccine and they're struggling and they're pissed off that they got peer pressured into getting the vaccine for themselves. Mm -hmm. So actually, I actually have a client that recently started working with me who never had any issues, which I mean, now knowing like our journeys and how we used to have issues and we didn't realize that that's what it was, like as far as gut imbalances, she, you know, never realized that she had issues and then got the vaccine. And now she has autoimmune like symptoms and they're trying to figure out what's going on with her. And so, yeah, things like that can definitely happen more than anything though. Even if something like that does happen, or if this is, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh my God, the same thing happened to me. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that you are like SOL. It doesn't mean that you have no hope. It actually is a really beautiful wake up call. Um, And while you might not see it like that now, just know that there are plenty of other people who understand what you're going through. And especially Erica and I, like we've been there. We understand what it's like to be like, wait a second, I thought I was fine. And then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you're not. Yeah. So um, yeah. But another thing that we wanted to talk about today is that kind of goes hand in hand is like that pressure of trying to balance normal life with like having an autoimmune disease and what that feels like, especially in like COVID times. Um, and so I was talking before we started recording about like how I went to this music festival and how I wish that I, I mean, I really was like dancing constantly, but I had to constantly like sit down in the middle of like, well, not in the middle of the crowd. I would like step back Mm -hmm. to the grass, but like I would sit down, like I couldn't move anymore. Like my knees, I would literally dance until I 
couldn't possibly move anymore. And then I'd have to sit down and let my knees rest. Luckily, I'm very grateful that the rest of my body feels great. Still. It's literally just my knees that are bugging me, which is like really like all I could have hoped for, honestly, like my knees would bug me. Um, but the frustrating part for me was that as good as it makes me feel, I wish that once in a while I could just not do my daily routines. Like it sounds weird because everyone is probably like, Rachel, you always talk about your routines. Like you're always mm-hmm. sharing about it. You love it. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love my routines. I love the way they make me feel. Do I wish that I could just like take a day off sometimes? Yeah. Of course. Like yeah. so many people get to just like go to festivals like this and yeah, they're tired for a couple of days after, but I literally had to take two full days to do absolutely nothing on Sunday. Yeah. And Monday. yeah. Because yep. I had to just ice my knees, CBD, rest, tons of hydration, just like also in a good way, like reflecting and journaling and mm-hmm. like just being. Um, but yeah, I every single morning I juice celery before I left for this trip. So I drink celery juice every morning. I journaled every morning. I had my supplements morning and evening. Um, I was like really doing what I could to keep up on my routines. And while I felt really good coming home, like generally speaking, besides being tired and besides my knees needing to rest, it's like frustrating. Cause do I wish I didn't have to do that stuff? Of course. Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't have to worry about that stuff while I'm out at this music festival and just like enjoying time with Mm -hmm. friends. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's also frustrating when celery juice, for instance, I feel like I talk about this a lot, um, on Instagram, but I don't like it. I've literally been doing it for over a year and a half and I still cannot stand the taste. I literally Mm. sit there and chug it, but then people see me with green juice and they're just like, Oh, you're so healthy. I'm like, if only you actually hate this. I literally, yeah. yeah, I look at it as medicine. I chug it down. Like I have no choice. I literally, Mm -hmm. if I go to a day or even two days, Oh my God, I can feel such a difference in my joint. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy all these like little things that we have to do for ourselves that although like it makes us feel better, some days you're just like, why do I have like, they're just like, you'd be lying to yourself if some days you could just eat like if you could just go out and eat whatever the heck you Mm -hmm. want you know, maybe drink a little bit more than you normally do or stay up later than you normally do or whatever the case it is for you. Like, you know, like you wish you could do that and not have to like suffer the consequences, you know, Mm -hmm. like, unfortunately, unfortunately, like that's the reality of this is that if you do decide to, you know, push your body a little bit more, whether it's physically or, you know, through nutrition or whatever it is, it's like there's going to be some type of consequence to that. And we don't just get to, you know, make that decision and go, oh, nothing's going to come from it. You know, yeah. like I always know, like, especially like on the weekend, you know, like I'll have like a few drinks, like with our friends and like, I really have to tap out after like two drinks because I'm like, if I cross that, like, I know like my body's not going to feel good tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm just like, you know, do I want to feel that way tomorrow? Do and it's I in such a different day? way. It's not just like, yeah. oh, I'm like hungover. No, no, like, no, no. My, I literally, I'm not kidding you. The days that I do drink a lot, which I mean, it happens, right? Like yeah. we, I still have days where I go out and I have like a few drinks with friends, like maybe mm-hmm. a drink or two more than I usually would. Yeah. But, um, on those days, I honestly don't get super hungover. I just, my body is like dead. Like it's yep. not even hungover. It's like my, yep. my joints are like, what did you do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I saw this really, um, this meme through, 
uh, what account was it? Some sort of chronic illness, like mm-hmm. whatever account. Mm-hmm. And it was like this girl playing that life-size Jenga and on the Jenga, it was like my chronic illness. Mm-hmm. And then it was like her pulling it out and it was oh, like saw that. trying to do something normal, like live normal life or something. And it was yeah. like, literally it's a balancing act and it's mm-hmm. something that you can't even balance. Like it's mm-hmm. literally kind of impossible. Um, yep, yep. But it's something that we have to do in order to feel good 90% of the time, or maybe even yeah. more like it, mm-hmm. it is what it is. And we talk about um, trying to find that balance and trying to live quote unquote normally, but sometimes it's okay to voice those um, frustrations yeah. with the fact that we can't like as normal as we try to be, it's not freaking normal. Like mm-hmm. This is and, our normal. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, it's not like I would want to eat like crap all the time, you know, I just wouldn't, I couldn't even do that to Mm -hmm. myself now because I know even if I have like one, you know, really processed crappy food, like I feel it in my body and I'm just like, ew, I don't like this. I don't like the way it makes my, Mm -hmm. not just my joints, but like, I don't like the way it makes my stomach feel like, Mm -hmm. you know, just like weird stuff. And I'm like, oh, I don't like that feeling. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you, you look around and other people just get to kind of indulge and just Mm -hmm. kind of. I don't know, get to move on with their day. You know, they're not going to be destroyed if they had some French fries and a couple beers, you know, like. I love that you just said that because it just made me think of something. Um, A couple of weekends ago, my friends, um, I was in the car with them and they got McDonald's and I used to love McDonald's fries. Like they were my, I was obsessed and I would always have them. If you ask for them with, well, I shouldn't even say this, but if you ask for them with no salt, then they have to make them fresh. Cause they're always, yeah. and I yeah. would be like no salt, but literally fun fact, because I feel like a lot of people don't know this. They are not the French fries. They're not vegan. Nope. Nope. They are, first of all, fried in the same stuff as everything else is. Mm-hmm. Second of all, they put beef powder and yep. dairy in them. Yep. Like, yep. I don't understand why that's even not, necessary. But not in the UK, though. Not in the UK. Yes, Only right. in America. Well, everything's better in the UK because they actually regulate food there. It's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, like, just so you know, um, they they are cooked in lard and they have beef and milk in them or like on them or the seasoning or whatever. Like it's crazy. And so even things like that, where I'm like, God, I really wish, like I was in the car with them and I smell it and I'm just like, Oh God, so good. And got McDonald's. Huh? They went and got McDonald's. Yeah. I was with them. Um, a couple weekends ago, my friends got McDonald's and I was just like, God, it smells so good. But honestly, like I'm not doing that to myself. And oh, no, that's I a, stuck that's to, a, woo. there's a couple of ways that I could have felt. I could have been there like depressed and sad and like, God, I haven't had McDonald's fries in probably five years at this point. Yep. Or mm-hmm. I could sit there and sit in my empowerment of, I can say no to this. And yes. I'm going to feel amazing because even when I used yes. to eat their fries, I would get a stomach ache literally instantly afterwards and I don't have to do that to myself anymore and I can like eat something else and feel just like feel just as satisfied and also feel more proud of myself for not doing it yeah um but it's like little things like that that keep me going at least like is sticking to that feeling of empowerment over these choices and that takes a long time to get to that's something that Erica and I work with our clients on is like yeah feeling empowered rather than feeling like sad about the choices that you yes, have to make. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and while we're talking about, yeah, like it sucks and it's frustrating to have to make these decisions. 
for the most part, I feel very proud that I can make those decisions because it took years to get to a point where I am today, where I can say no, because for the longest time I would go out to eat and actually have bread or like, you know, years ago would like have a steak, even though I knew it would flare me up. And now it's like, no, I literally don't want to. Yep. Oh my gosh. Like this conversation is really, really important because people don't understand like when you start like eating even like you know different than the way society normally normally eats right like if you're even doing a little bit better than the norm people are like whoa that's crazy you know yeah and then to be like you know for me like to be even fully vegan right like that's a whole other level and then to be vegan and health conscious that's an even greater level Mm -hmm. and so i like in the beginning yeah it was very difficult to watch people like eat and do whatever the heck they wanted but then now because i'm so aware of the way people like feel after their food because i could physically see it in them yep. i could see their energy levels change i could see their mental clarity change after they eat these foods and how their body is like literally yep. shutting down and so like i see people now and i'm like oh gosh like i don't want that at all i don't envy that at all and then if anything you know what i do when i'm in these situations say someone's like eating you know, something like familiar from my past that is just, you know, absolutely mm-hmm. terrible, say like McDonald's. Yeah. I'll tell myself, I'll be like, okay, when I get home, I'm going to go make myself either some healthier version of that, mm-hmm. or I'm going to go to like, cause I have this uh, place called plant power. It's like, uh, it's maybe like 20 minutes away from me and it, it's kind of a drive, but like my husband and I will kind of do it if we're like really craving that, like fast food, like kind of indulgement, indulging, um, vibe, but I can't like, wait to try when I come. Oh my God. It's so freaking good. But it, you know, it's not something I do. I can't, I don't do that like yeah. every week or something. And it's like once every like couple months because it's not very convenient. But anyways, like I kind of like set that in my head, like, okay, I'm going to get to go indulge in a healthier plant-based version than, you know, this crappy food that that person's eating at the moment. And that just kind of like gets me through that moment of like, okay, like I have my things that I know that I can indulge in Mm -hmm. without such severe consequences and it being severely unhealthy, like freaking McDonald's fries. Finding healthier alternatives. Yeah. 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 And so, um, anyways, but you, you learn that over time of like, wow, like I feel empowered in saying like, I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to feel like shit. It's one choice at a time. Like allow that, allow it to be a process. It's not going to happen overnight where you're like, oh, I'm okay with saying no No. to that delicious sourdough bread or whatever, like Mm -hmm. whatever it is for you. Or like Mm -hmm. for me, a big thing is donuts. Like I freaking love donuts. And it took me a long time to be like, okay, I am not going to eat, you know, besides like a gluten-free vegan one. But yeah. Um, I saw this thing from Corey Rodriguez uh, the other day on Instagram and he like holds up like whiteboards with like little messages sometimes. And it said, hold on, I have it pulled up so that I don't mess up the words, but it Mm -hmm. says eating junk food is so common that when someone starts eating healthy, it's instantly labeled as dieting. And like that really stuck with me. I was like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, that is so true. Like, why is that not the norm? Like the fact that eating junk is so normalized Mm -hmm. and that if you are like, oh, you know, I, I can't have that. They're like, oh, wait, are you on a diet? Or like, are you vegan? It's like, why do I have to instantly label the way that I eat? Why can't Mm -hmm. I just eat in a way that feels good for me? Or like, oh, you're above, oh, you're above it. Yeah. Like, oh, you, you think you're like better or like whatever it is. It's like, 
No, man. Like if you really understood like what it feels like when you stop doing yeah. that to yourself, but you know, like, see, we always try to spit. We always, it's not that we try, <laughs> like we're both talking about. We actually okay. tried to we're, talk about like how much it kind of sucks to we're like, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay to feel shitty. And then we're like, wait, because look at it. This is what we say over and over oh. and over and over. You will get to a place of empowerment where you're no longer like, feeling like guilty or bad or whatever, embarrassed and whatever it is around anything that you have to do related around your autoimmune condition to a place of like, no, I do this because I love myself. I care about my body. I care about my health Mm -hmm. and I want to thrive in life. I don't want to just survive like everyone else. And the fact is whether you have an autoimmune condition or not, most people out there are just surviving. They're not thriving to any capacity. I have an autoimmune disease, rheumatoid arthritis, one of the worst freaking things you can get. Freaking destroy your joints, destroy Mm -hmm. your organs, all this stuff. And yet I feel I look healthier than most people that I know in my life. Yeah. Like my, like everything. And and I'm not saying this in an egotistical way. I'm looking at it purely. Like I, I look at people now, not from like a beauty perspective, but I look at their skin. Mm -hmm. Is it glowing? Does it look healthy? I look at their teeth. I'm like, you know, I'm looking at these things of people, like I'm looking at their hair quality. I'm like, is it shiny? Is it, you know, like, because those things are like a representation of like what's going on internally with yourself, right? Cause like Mm -hmm. your skin, all these things are like kind of the last things that, you know, show up like symptoms of like Mm -hmm. what's really going on inside of your body. And so I look at those things now and I'm like, wow, like people look great to me. Mm -hmm. Like I look, I go to the grocery store and I'm like, everyone looks gray. Like everyone looks like they have this cloud of sickness around them. And I can see that because I'm know firsthand what it is to feel and look like that because that was me mm-hmm. five years ago before I you know made same. all these choices and decisions for my health but like I was that same way like dark bags under my eyes mm-hmm. you know skin was dry my hair was brittle my same. nails wouldn't grow like mm-hmm. all these things and I'm like I look at where I'm at now and I'm like okay I accomplished all these things despite having an autoimmune disease. Imagine what the average person could do I know. Before, they have a, before they have a chronic illness. Yeah. Do it now. You do can it now. Feel your best now. In order to feel better, like you you might as well take control of your health now before it becomes yeah. worse rather yeah. than doing it when you have to Ten make a decision harder. now to do mm-hmm. it and to control. And the thing is like one day at a time, one choice at a time, yep. like it doesn't yeah. have to be these drastic changes. Just make one little choice yep. every single moment, yep. every day, every week in order to promote your own health, your own wellness, whether that be mental, spiritual, emotional, mm-hmm. physical, whatever mm-hmm. it may be continue putting one foot in front of the other. I literally did a post about this on Instagram today, Mm -hmm. um, on a reel, but like just one foot in front of the other one day at a time, one moment at a time, and you will do what's right for yourself Mm -hmm. and just continue to tune into that kind of like intuitive voice within like that intuition is your soul. Your soul Mm -hmm. knows exactly what you need. You just have to tune in. And if you have a hard time with that, 
continue listening to our podcast. We talk all about intention, intuition, Mm -hmm. all of those things continue, you know, following Erica and I on Instagram, reach out to us. If you need us, like we are always here and we are so freaking passionate about helping you to find the best possible version of yourself in every single way. Like I'm literally getting chills talking about this because I feel so freaking strongly about this, that every single person listening here can be where we are. I promise you. I know. We see this is the thing, (laughs) Rachel and I, we we talk about this, you know, outside of our podcast of like, wait a second, like we're not, we've said this over and over and over and we'll keep saying this. There's Mm -hmm. nothing special about Rachel and I, like we just both have a thousand percent committed to our health and we have made the decision day in and day out may not accomplish everything every single day but at least we know our fundamentals of what we absolutely have to get done within Mm -hmm. our each of our days to know that we're gonna feel our best right so it's Mm -hmm. like I may not meditate every day I may not exercise every day but I sure as hell know that I have to eat properly as best as I can I know I have to get to bed on time early I know that I have to drink a lot of water throughout the day like those are things that I know that keep my body going and moving and that's going to look different for every single person yes you literally just stole the words out of my head the point is is that you have to do something consistently right like that's Mm -hmm. the point is do it consistently something in any point of your life do it with intention and do it from a place of love for your body. Don't do it from a place of, oh, I have to. Yeah. Something that I wanted to mention when we were talking about food is something that I've been more conscious about is instead of saying like, oh, I can't have that. I say, I'm not going to. Yeah. And yep. Like I'll catch myself. I'll be like, oh, I can't. I mean, well, I'm not going to. I could. I definitely mm-hmm. could. You yeah. know, that's my whatever. choice. To make. But mm-hmm. I am verbally out loud making yep. that decision, making that intention to not do it because I know I will feel better. Yep. And even just those like simple shifts in like, your narrative and what you're out loud into the universe and what you're thinking in your mind that will continue to make those changes feel even more like they'll start to feel more comfortable Mm -hmm. yep exactly I love that because I've been in that situation a lot where people go oh you can't have that because you're vegan and I'm like no I'll correct them now because I'm confident in my choices in life and I'm like oh no it's not that I can't I was just like I don't choose to like eat that I don't choose to eat any animal products and they're like oh it's like, and it's not like being rude. It's like people just don't really understand the mentality that goes behind things. You know, yep. they only see it as what, you know, maybe their like previous perception of other people eating that way or doing that or whatever, you know, trend people doing trends of stuff and like whatever. And it's like, no, like this is a conscious decision. Like, and yep. I feel good exactly. about making that decision. So I don't know. We always, I'm just like laughing at us because I don't know what time this is. I didn't even set the timer. I was supposed to. Oh, you did? I thought when you went like this. So Erica and I were like, oh my God, neither of us were really feeling, well, I I definitely was not feeling like recording today. And I was like, we'll just do a fast one, which every time we say we're going to do a fast one, it's like minimum 40 minutes. Yeah. So she was like, I'm going to set a timer. And then she just did the little like time. I don't know how to like verbalize what I'm doing right now with my Like when you hit your wrist. Like tapping your wrist. Yeah. Tapping your wrist. I'm like, (laughs) like, okay. in person but trying to explain because I'm like oh yeah they have to hear this yeah. um anyway so I thought that you did set a timer and you were like time to wrap it no, up I, it really it, is time to wrap I, it up yeah it felt like that time when I was like okay like let's just try to like deliver them like a simple concise thing but like we've said it there's nothing really concise about anything it's like there's so much like you know thoughts and emotions and behaviors behind like every decision that 
we do you know so Mm -hmm. it's not very just like oh just do this like we like to get we like to share there is no one size fits all it's impossible and that's why we're here that's why we do what we do to show you that there is no one way to do it regardless of what a million different doctors and dietitians and influencers and all the people on excuse me social media like no matter what they tell you there's no freaking one size fits all Mm -hmm. throw them all in the garbage yeah And also like showing you the thought process behind like why we do things and how it's helped us, you know, because if we just sat on here and said, well, meditate and do this stuff and da, 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 like you'd be like, okay. But like, if you hear the way we think about it, Mm -hmm. I think that's been the thing that's helped people make a lot of changes in their lives and have reached out to us and sent us messages from all over the world of like, you know, when Rachel shared this about journaling, da, 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 or like when Erica did this, you know, like in hearing the reason why we do it, like Mm -hmm. that helps it click more in people's head because we don't want to just sit on here and like lecture you guys because we're not, we're not freaking specialists. Like we're not, like we've said this, we're not doctors. We're not like, you know, specialists in the field, but we are kind of specialists in our own right of our specialists of our own bodies. For sure. You know? So like, I, like, I feel confident and like, my ability to connect to myself and know what's best for me. So we want to empower you to be able to do that for yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, Yay! It. This is a good one. Yeah. So more information uh, on the retreat coming probably next month. So make sure you uh, reach out to our email or direct message us or, you know, email us privately, whatever you prefer. But yeah, we want to get you guys on the list as soon as possible. Yeah. Best way to do it is probably to email autoimmune and you at yeah. Gmail. I know that we both get a bunch of Instagram yeah. messages and yeah. while we try to get through Very true. one, sometimes <laughs> they get lost and we would hate for that yeah. to happen if you're super interested. So make sure you yes. email us, um, autoimmune and you at gmail.com. The information is also in the show notes. We are super excited. We will definitely be recording at least one episode when I come to LA. Yeah. Um, so you'll be hearing in that a probably weeks. early November, um, when that comes out. Yeah super exciting. So anyway, I hope everyone has an amazing day, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, set an intention for your day, for your evening, for your weekend, Mm -hmm. for your week, whatever, wherever you're at listening to this, we are so appreciative of you. Um, also just want to quickly, I know we have it in the little like outro thing, but please, please, please leave a review. If you're listening on audible or on Apple podcasts, we really appreciate those reviews. It helps us so freaking much Mm -hmm. because the more that you rate, the more that you review, the more people are able to find us. Like the other day when we were at um, a pretty high number compared to what we were of ratings, like we literally showed up next to Dr. Mark Hyman um, yeah. on his podcast. And I was like freaking out. I was like, yeah. oh my God, that's us. Yeah. We want to keep it that way. We want to yeah. show up for the people that this will matter to, that will help them in whatever way in their life. So please take yeah. two minutes out of your day, leave a review, even if it's just saying like, I love this show, or yeah. if it's personally, um, you know, affected your life, please let us know. At mm-hmm. the very, very least, just hit the rate button and put yep. five stars. Yep. Uh, we so appreciate you all yep. and we're sending you love. Okay, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our Autoimmune and You podcast. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share on social media. We really appreciate every bit of support. Sharing is caring. Every like, subscribe, and share that we get helps us get our message out to more people. Why? Every time I try to do this. Okay, go. Ooh.
Yay! Yeah. I love that. It's always good. <laughs>